morning crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the top crypto researcher on the planet, also known as the shock jockey of the XRP army, Mr. Johnny Crypto, is back to drop some gems on this Tuesday morning. We have the teacher within our community, a passive income expert, and an airdrop extraordinaire, Mr. Andrew Cashflow, is going to teach us about many of the things he's doing in the market today, and the founder of Collecti Labs, a man who is changing the game for NFT investors, Selman G, also known as G Investing, is joining us on this Tuesday. Very excited to have all of you. So today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing UST stablecoin loses nearly 40% of its value as investors rush out of Anchor Protocol and into other assets. We break down what happened and what this could mean for the crypto going forward. Michael Saylor, the CEO of MicroStrategy, shares his lowest Bitcoin price target before the liquidation of company holdings as Galaxy Digital CEO Mike Novengratz warns of more pain to come for crypto. Nine out of 10 central banks are exploring central bank digital currencies, and nearly two-thirds plan a rollout in the short or medium term. We share some insight on how our listeners can benefit the most while navigating a bear market. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So I can pretty much do that intro without reading it anymore. I don't know why I continue to read it, but... It's locked in there for sure. Johnny Crypto, you got the XRP background. How you feeling this morning on this Tuesday? Oh, I'm feeling great. I mean, how does everybody feel after you do a shopping spree? I just finished my shopping spree last night. I, I ran to the bank, deposited some cash, <coughs> sent over some Bitcoin. It was buying up last night. I mean, how could you not? I mean, these are the times where you want to be buying. So, uh, yeah, I feel anytime you come home from a shopping spree, it feels great, especially a crypto shopping spree. It's so interesting, Johnny. As an experienced investor, you're not scared in a time like this, but we see crypto Twitter is totally freaking out. Hopefully, we're going to provide some clarity for the market this morning. Let's go to Selman next. Selman, I'm happy you're here to get some technical analysis because we got to figure out the bottom of Bitcoin as well as the rest of the altcoins. How are you feeling on this Tuesday and, and how are you feeling about the market overall? I love it. I love it so much because crypto get, never gets boring, guys. Every day is a different adventure in this space right so if you're a crypto investor you know what i mean so anyone who's in the stock market etc i mean um we would love to welcome you here to crypto because crypto is so much fun and uh you're aging way faster though so keep that in mind but it's a roller coaster i'm happy to be here and uh we're gonna spit some facts here a hundred percent. Some can afford it more than others. Mr. Andrew Cashflow, how are you feeling on this Tuesday? We're very excited to have you back. The best thing to have during a bear market like this is multiple pillars of income like you always talk about. I also saw you just published another YouTube video on your channel. I think it's at Andrew Cashflow on YouTube. So everybody go check that out. How are you feeling on this Tuesday and welcome in? Yeah, actually, I'm uh, good and not so good. Good about the market, not so good about my tooth. It just come fr came from the from the dentist. You know, it's already uh, 5 p.m. here, so he got me really hard, and now my lip is a little bit like this. But further on, the market is also like this. <laughs> you know, and that gave me buying opportunities. So I have a whole shopping list, just like uh, Johnny. I bought it all. 
So uh, excellent day. It's been a rough week for the 3T crew. Johnny got punched in the eye this weekend, had a black eye. Andrew Gaspar's been there. <laughs> I'm only teasing. I'm only teasing, Johnny. Don't spread those rumors. You know this crowd here. Go ahead and tell the real story. Really quickly, tell the real story just so we can. I actually, I think the story is better if we say it was a punch in the eye. No, I, <laughs> when you get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, just, just have a nightliner. Like, I walked into the edge of the door, almost broke my cheekbone, my nose, everything's all swollen. My lip is all fat and swollen like Andrew's on the other side. So <laughs> moral, moral of the story, make sure you have a nightliner or something in your bathroom at 3 a.m. in the morning. See, we don't just provide crypto value. We provide life advice on this channel. Selman, the only question is who's next, me or you? I think it's you. We're going to start this thing off the same way we always do by showing you guys our Good Morning Crypto channel on Twitter at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. We're approaching a thousand followers very quickly. And we also hold a Twitter spaces every single Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Come ask us questions. We love talking to you guys. So the Bitcoin fear and greed index is showing extreme fear this morning. We are barely above double digits. We're sitting at a 10. Johnny Crypto, I'd love to give you a chance to address the market. Yeah, so, um, you know, as we were talking about yesterday, we don't see 10s that often. If you go back and pull up, there we go. If you pull up that fear chart, right? We don't, we, now I'd love to see this on a longer time scale. Do we have that? Click the one year on that, uh, uh, or actually max. See what the max yep, is. Yep, so we're on the one year. I can go out to the max. Go here. to the max. I want to see what it shows. So that takes us to about February of 2018. Okay, so so as you guys can see, when, when we're in the 10s, it's, uh, except for maybe back in December, maybe we're in December, January timeframe for a little bit there. You know, we typically, we, we touch it and we get the hell out of here. So <laughs> um, the thing is, in the 10 zone, I mean, this is, I mean, I don't know what to tell anybody. Just replace the word fear with buy. I mean, this is where you need to be buying at the end of the day. And obviously what would be great is if we could overlay this chart on top of the Bitcoin chart, and then you'd actually be able to see, you know, the correlation to it. But the reality is this, this guy, this is no better time to be buying. And I didn't go all in, all right? I just DCA'd in. I probably DCA'd in a little bit more than I, I have been when we were at 20 and 30. But at 10, I mean, this is where I'm going a little more heavier in buying. This, to me, is the right time. Could we keep going down? Could, could we sleep, keep staying in 10? Yeah. Well, then I'm going to just continue to keep that DC in into the real world style thing. So that's uh, 10 means buy, in my opinion. 100%. It's great to provide some clarity because there's so much fear on crypto Twitter. It's been ridiculous this past week. Everyone calling for $20,000, $18,000 Bitcoin. And it seems so ironic that as we've already retraced over 50% on a lot of these assets, people are calling for us to go lower and lower. I actually think we've experienced most of the dip already. And that doesn't mean I'm overall bullish on the market. It just means that I wouldn't go short. I wouldn't be betting on a lot of these projects dipping much deeper than where they are. But with that being said, we'll hop into the total coin market cap this morning. We are showing 1.43 trillion in global market cap. Bitcoin sitting at 41% dominance. Ethereum is just below 20%. Bitcoin is barely above 30000 at $31,034 this morning. Ethereum is $2,300. XRP, $0.51. Cents. Cardano is $0.65. Cents, so a lot of bearish momentum is still within the market today. We have Kronos at $0.23. Cents, Algorand at $0.60. Cents, Stellar at $0.15. Cents, and Hedera Hashgraph at $0.11.35. Cents. It looks like there's a bunch of buying opportunities, but that's just my personal opinion. We'll start with Selman, then go to Andrew Cashflow. Selman. What are you looking at in the market this morning? And feel free to do some technical analysis if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have a hot topic, of course, which is a stable coin, UST, right? So last night I purchased UST because um, last year, exactly a year ago when Bitcoin dumped uh, back in May, 
um, Tether dropped to 90 cents. And I uh, didn't take advantage of that drop because um, everybody was scared. And um, I realized, wow, stable coins, whenever they see that volatility, it's a great buying opportunity. Of course, there was a, a lot of FUD around UST, but like um, it was a great buying opportunity. Now it's, you know, it dropped to 50 cents, right? And now it's back up to 92 cents, et cetera. And slowly it's going to back, go back up to a dollar. So I'm very, um, that was a great uh, investment. Um, of course, like projects like um, AVAX, uh, Solana, all of them, you know, increased in value today, 15%, some 20%. So, um, I mean, it was a great buying opportunity, of course, now they're that they're a little up. Um, you know, I'm more chill. I'm waiting for more pullbacks in the markets. But um, for the fear and greed index, I'd like to add something. Um, unfortunately, we can't put the fear and greed on top of the Bitcoin chart, but you can manually do that. You can check all the dips. And guys, whenever it was at 10 or below, it was historically the best time to buy. Short term, you're going to make profits because it's going to bounce back up. Even in a bear market, it bounces back up. But then, but like, if you zoom out on the bigger picture, hey, we might go even lower. We Bitcoin could go to 20K, who knows? But um, strategically, if you want a dollar cost average out, you always want a dollar cost average the most when it's at 10. And don't worry, guys, when it's at extreme greed, everybody's like, imagine everybody's like mass adoption. This time it's different. Steve Jobs is buying Bitcoin. Go all in, right? Uh, when it's at fear, the markets are doomed. War is coming. Uh, sell everything you have like you see the narrative is changing all the time so that's why what a beautiful time what a great time to be alive and um yeah i mean steve jobs was a joke guys by the way i was gonna say if steve jobs is buying bitcoin we got bigger problems because i'm pretty sure he passed away like a decade ago now but andrew castle you've been a huge advocate of terra luna you've been a huge advocate of ust and anchor protocol how are you feeling about the regressions that we've experienced this week is this reason to be scared within the market and do you still trust what terra luna is doing let me tell you, say you one thing first. There is a lot of people, they say, I wish I would have bought Bitcoin in 2019 and blah, blah, blah. You know, and now I'm for sure there are a lot of people in three years, they will say, oh, I wish I wished I would, would have bought Bitcoin in May 2022. So listeners, viewers, keep this in mind. This is your moment. And that's why I also had a whole shopping list because I bought Ethereum, I bought Bitcoin, I bought uh, Avalanche, uh, even a little bit of PancakeSwap, Near Protocol, and also I bought Luna already two times. And because I think it, it's a good, it's a good project, and 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 it will come come up again. And what what I also believe is this this stablecoin, yeah, the stablecoin USD, it got hurt. And what what Selman already said, yeah, it went up. It went down to 60, and it was an excellent. Yeah, I was sleeping, but it was an excellent opportunity to to jump in. Uh, however, I have quite some 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 cash in in UST sitting in in Avalanche or in uh, in Anchor Protocol. It gives me 20% on a yearly basis, and now I lost 10%. And if it stays that way, I don't believe it. It will go back up to uh, to, uh, to to one dollar again. You know, even. Put, put your money in the bank and your money will do this every day a little bit losing losing purchasing power so guys what is new under the sun it is all just the the the, the game we are in and you know 
I like it and I like the volatility and it, it's, it's really fun for me. Uh, maybe there's more to say. I can also say, people, if you have invested on a too high level, I can imagine you did it. I also have made my mistakes. Please try to learn. And if you say, yeah, I have to pay for my summer holiday or I have to pay for my kids education, take some money out now. Yeah. Okay. You must have your money because you also need your sleep at night. Don't take everything out because it can take till September, maybe end of the year because before it is back again. But if you need your money, take it as a lesson uh, and, and teach yourself how you will do this the next time. And I think then, then you're on the good way to do and only invest money that you are willing either willing to 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 lose or either willing to lock up for a longer longer period of time that that's uh, that's my message and then and, and you don't if you don't have it dollar cost in every week every month if you have some money just go with the flow and and dollar cost in a hundred percent and the same people who were questioning whether they should have been accumulating during the fall of 2021 are the ones that are opposed to accumulating right now, but all the assets that they were considering six months ago are on 50, 60, even 70% discounts from where we were. And we've seen what happened over the last three months, the market's taken a huge regression, but the bet on crypto was a bet against the fiat currencies. I saw Selman was laughing while you were speaking, so I'd love to give you a chance to talk. Yeah, but I just wanted to say, this is the reason why yeah, everybody's asking me, are you never going to bed? This is the problem. My sleeping schedule is messed up because you know at night, when, when, you know, China wakes up, something happens in the markets, right? At 2 a.m. our time, uh, the, 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 you got the daily closing. It's, it's just a mess. And literally, I was up until 6 a.m. this morning. And wow, like even Jonathan said, like we, we were texting. Literally, he was buying at 75 cents. I was even considering selling my, 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 my XRP, everything. Just to get into UST, get that 40% pump. I mean, it wow. only, only pumped 30%. But I was like, ah, I shouldn't do that. But just do paper trading. Let's say I did it. And then I woke up literally 30% gain. I could buy back in more XRP. It's it's journey, of course. But like, yeah, there are great opportunities. And sometimes you just need to take that opportunity. Um, but yeah, now I wish I, I invested pretty much all my tether into UST in that moment just to get that 30% pump. But yeah, crypto never gets boring, guys. For sure. And lesson learned, someone. If we see something similar happen in the future, I know I'll be texting you to see what you're doing because I would have liked to do the exact same thing last night. But we have a very, very cool graphic here where it says, how low will Bitcoin fall? This has over 17,500 votes and it's very, very equal among the voting options. 32% of people voted that Bitcoin will go to 30,000, 30% said 25, 15% said 20,000, and we had 23% of people saying that Bitcoin is going to fall to 15,000 or below. Johnny Crypto, you are an engineer. What does this tell you? Yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> at the end of the day, we kind of try to couple the top two together. So you kind of see that your 60% of the market is thinking you're going to be somewhere between 25 and 30. And it's funny because if you look at uh, where we landed last night, I, and I don't know if we got capitulation. I'll leave it up to someone to tell us. But you did see we pulled as low as what have we been saying on this show? What number we've been saying we would see? That 28, we 29,000. We said, I think I, we, two days ago, I think we said it. We, we would see a tail to 28 or 29. And what did we get last night? We got that tail. Now the question is, are we going to see a retest of that? Or are we going to kind of, we're going to see a dead cat bounce, typical, right? Because they're going to want to wipe out those shorts. They're going to dead cat them. 
And then the question is, do we go sideways or or do we continue to go long? But it, it is interesting that the sentiment, there is some people that actually think we'll go as low as 15. I, I don't know if we'll get there, but it, there's a strong amount, obviously, of buyers somewhere in the 25 to 30. It won't be surprising to me if if the market makers want to pull it below that 25 to wipe all those, you know, that 60% of people out. Hard to tell. We'll have to wait and see. And for all of our inexperienced traders out there who this is maybe your first year in the market or your first time going through one of these cycles, we had the CEO of Binance with a quote that said, it might be the first time for you and might be painful for you, but it's not the first time for Bitcoin. As you can see from basically 2014 to 2017, the chart looks flat, but it was major fluctuations. And he said, that's going to be the future. We have a 10 second graphic to show you here that showed us how far Bitcoin has come in the past decade and how this minor, minor dip in the grand scheme of things, it's still very small. So we'll show you this real quick. Very cool. And so something that sticks out to me in this graphic is that as we can see, whenever there's a bull cycle, during that next cycle, it never dips below the previous all-time high. So for example, if we're comparing our cycle where the previous all-time high in 2017 was 19,900, we will not go below that level based on what's happened in the past. And I felt like I would like to get comments from Selman before we hop into some technical analysis. Yep. So um, what you can see here is basically the pattern will repeat itself nonstop, right? But it's not going to be the same uh, as before, but it, it will rhyme. So everybody's expecting for a drop to, um, to test the previous all-time high. Hey, who knows? Maybe we're going to see even lower than all-time high. Some people are predicting $10,000, right? So imagine that's going to be – people are going to be capitulating. And this is – if it drops to 10K, I will be buying. I'm not going to be questioning. So I'm going to re-watch this, this uh, series here, this show, and tell my – literally, I'm talking to myself in the future. Buy that dip when it adds at 10K. But, um, of course, people are expecting 25K as well or 20K. What if we don't hit that level and go back up? Last summer, everybody was talking about like 25K, 20K, 20K, and boom, at 28K, we bottomed, we dropped, we went back up. Now, this time it's different. Yes, um, they stopped printing money. Now they want to do the opposite. So it's going to be important for us to really like um, reduce the noise. Don't look at twi crypto Twitter. Focus on your strategy. Uh, Predetermine all the levels you want to go in, dollar cost average in, right? But still leave cash just in case we see a fear and greed um, at 10 because that's historically also a great buying opportunity. And that's but where we're at today, Selman. I yep. Sorry to cut you off there. I was just interested. Can you pull up your Bitcoin price chart and maybe show us some of your bearish price targets do we have these key levels of support that me and Johnny have been referring to at 28, 29,000? We saw we dipped down there for maybe two to five minutes yesterday, and that was quickly bought up. And we always talk about that's because that's the institutional buying level. That's where all of these major players came into the market was in that $30,000 range. So there's so much liquidity sitting there waiting to buy up the dips. What are you seeing? So what I'm seeing is basically um, I'm zooming out, watching the weekly and monthly during these days. To, to, to have a better overview and all i can say is historically i don't think it's gonna be the same but historically since 2015 the 20 ema has been the bullish you know trend but whenever we lost it we uh, we dropped to the 50 ema on the monthly time frame and that was the very bottom of a bear market so we are approaching that level which is 25 26k um but of course 
I don't like everybody probably and now all of us is thinking that way, right? It's it's a narrative, but we could even see lower levels this time uh, because, you know, um, it's not going to be the same exact um, structure again. It will rhyme, but, you know, we will see more capitulation. We need a clear capitulation of cold winter. Now, don't forget, guys, it's always the same. I, I asked Bitcoin uh, whales back, you know, um, that invest started investing in um, Bitcoin. What was it? 2013 and they said in every bull run they said mass adoption it's not going to be uh, like it's this time it's different uh, blah 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 but at the end of the day we've always seen these cold winters right especially now when they want to raise interest rates and you see the t treasury yield 10-year treasury yield you know breaking or hitting the falling trend we talked about it multiple times that's why i'm long-term uh, bearish on bitcoin like the next 12 months but like still, we will see these pumps and dumps, right? So right now, I'm focusing on that. 26K is possible, but I don't think that we're going to see that level anytime soon. We're going to see that um, uptrend again because fear and greed is at 10. Everybody's now calling out for 25K because if the masses believe in 25K, usually it goes the other direction. Or I'm, I'm really following good people on Twitter. I don't know. Uh, but like majority of people right now are super uh, bearish on Bitcoin. But if you check out the monthly RSI, you'll see that we actually even dropped below the March crash, right? So, I'm so not Salman, can I ask you a question really quick? So yeah. uh, when you're doing this technical analysis and you look at the RSI specifically, I can see that it came back basically below where we dipped in, in March of 2020. Am I right? Yep. 100%. And, and so if we're looking at the 200 weekly EMA, and we see that it's 25,000. Do you think that we need to consolidate for a long time? Or do you think that that touch is going to happen very quickly? Yeah, so this is the monthly time frame. And uh, on the monthly, it's the 50 EMA. But on other, um, like on the weekly, it's a 200. Um, but yes, I believe like um, because people now nowadays are so focused on, on the 50 EMA on the monthly, um, I believe buyers are actually waiting for that moment to to uh, pump the price. So that's why I believe, hey, even if it goes lower, take advantage of that dip because it's going to be, uh, in my opinion, awake just like here back in March. So it's going to be bought up really fast. And then from here, we could bounce back up and, and get rejected at like 37K where the 20 EMA is. And then we will see another bear market, right? So another bearish trend. So that's why... Um, just because it hit the March 2020 level doesn't mean it bottomed because I believe, you know, we still have room um, for corrections. Uh, the 2015 drop and the 2019 drop, right? That level is we're very close to that. That's why it's so important for our listeners and watchers to actually design a strategy. But like, don't buy every dip you see. Have predetermined levels. You can even put limit orders there. Because maybe Andrew is, you know, asleep. Maybe it's going to happen at night at 3 a.m. in the morning, right? Um, so you want to take advantage and put limit orders. And, you know, you want your orders to get filled. And you get some very cheap um, Bitcoins or altcoins, whatever it is. So that's why I'm really looking forward to see that. If you guys check out um, the And Selman, just, just while you're pulling that up, I'd love to add. There's the, What's most important to note about this environment from a macroeconomic standpoint is that there's not going to be this new flood of liquidity where the Fed's going to print trillions of dollars to pull us out of this bear market. This is a totally different situation where the Fed's not going to come in. They're actually going to taper down on their balance sheet. And that's why so many people 
are are confirming that we're in a bear market, not just for the stock market, not just for crypto, but for all global markets as a whole, because the Fed's going to be offloading and they're also not going to be putting any more liquidity into the system. Yep. Yep. And there's another thing I'd like to show you, which is right this one. So this is XRP on the inverted scale, right? And I posted this one on Twitter, um, I guess like 10 or 10 days, two weeks ago. But like, um, it's it's a perfect textbook example, an ascending triangle, and you see the falling trend, a very long-term falling trend, right? And we just broke out from here. Of course, if you take the other ending, this one right here, we already retested it. Imagine that. Like, um, we had a nice break of it, and on shorter time frames, we already had a retest of it, and now what's happening is um, we're breaking out. So I'm waiting for... a pull back very soon so what does that mean this is the inverted scale so xrp and many altcoins will recover but probably going to get rejected at maybe 70 cents and from here it's going to go into a bear market maybe i mean um i don't want to sound biased because you know i was believing in a short-term uh, pump it didn't happen right so everything crashed but nothing has changed on my long-term view of things because fundamentally they're going to collect the money back they are raising interest rates and they're acting more aggressively. So that's why, you know, um, we could expect more. And the target for this one is like 30 cents, 33 cents for XRP. So um, just to make it clear, um, I'm not expecting like a crazy bullish move for XRP or many altcoins easily. Because um, the narrative, like at least that pullback, what happened yesterday and the FUD news around UST, all of that, right? It will take at least six to eight weeks to recover from that. It's not going to happen uh, we, anytime soon. We need a clear um, dip formation for Bitcoin and all coins in order to say we recovered. Now it's time to buy back in. Right now, let me tell you this real quick. Guys, if you check out the USDT tether, like tether dominance, let's go back to the normal scale. Tether broke out. We got a beautiful, you know, cup and handle here as well. And guess what? When the tether dominance goes up, basically what that means is people are cashing out, holding stable coins instead. And based on Fibonacci levels, 6.7 is my first target. Of course, we got a um, trend here as well that could help us. Maybe that's going to be the top. We could get rejected up here. But around 6.46 and 6.7% could be the top for dominance. We could consolidate here and then finally drop back down. And this could be the quick rally the, the another quick bullish rally right uh, on shorter time frames of course so keep that in mind currently we are at 5.81 percent but uh, there is still um bullishness for tether dominance so that's why i'm not saying the bottom is in but we need to see um how it's going to go i just wanted to say real quick the long and short ratio on the binance futures for retailers is still very high it's at 2.94 that's why on discord on the market update calls on zooms i'm always saying expect more liquidations because people are still very confident that this is the bottom literally when bitcoin drops they, they're like this is the bottom this is the bottom and that's why i think we're going to see more liquidations because people need to capitulate in order to really bottom out right and this is unfortunately missing um, Bitcoin outflow is still dominating. However, um, a couple days ago it was at, let's say, um, 60,000. Now it's at 15,000. Yesterday, only 15,000 Bitcoins have been taken off of exchanges. Like um, 
Um, the total sum basically was still in, in favor of um, outflows. But still, you see like slowly, you will see how uh, people are moving their Bitcoins in. But with that, I truly believe the price will at least, you know, see a recovery short term. But nothing changes here on the long term aspect because people are super confident. But don't forget, active address sentiment indicator also super oversold, meaning the market is super undervalued right now. It's it cooled down. So short term, yes, people are expecting 25K, but the, the we're close to the bottom uh, for another quick rally. And then, you know, we're going to probably continue the bear market. So anyone who's saying we're in a bearish trend, not in a bear market, unfortunately, we've been in a bear market since December. Um, and maybe some people would say November, but this is the bear market. It's maybe not, there's still a lot, a lot of noise in the markets, but that's going to change. You're going to see how people will um, capitulate and then slowly, you know, um, give up. And you yeah. and I, the real warriors, will buy the dip and build a great portfolio and create wealth. Awesome. Thank you so much, Salman. Yeah, that was extremely helpful. If you guys enjoyed that content, please show us some love, smash that like button. And if you're looking for any of these individuals, all social medias are linked below. Go check them out. And if you really want a deeper, more fundamental understanding of the crypto market, the best place to do so is at the 3T Warrior Academy, where you get access to our entire team. And we talk about navigating this market from a mindset first standpoint. And as we know, real warriors are built in a bear market. It's just like Salman said. But we're going to hop into our first article for today, which is crypto's audacious algorithmic stablecoin experiment crumbles. That is a mouthful. But we saw UST, also known as TerraCoin, slipped over the weekend. And by Monday evening in New York, it had plunged to nearly 60 cents, obliterating its previous lows of 92 cents, which happened in May of 2021. The disconnect happened alongside a sharp sell-off in the crypto markets. And there's currently around $18.5 billion of liquidity Coming into crypto from the Terra, Terra stablecoin, we had the upstart say that they were going to continue buying Bitcoin. They will buy as much as $10 billion worth of Bitcoin going forward to use as a hedge against inflation. I would love to start with Andrew Cashflow because you have so much knowledge about this particular subject. How do you feel about what happened with Terra? Feel free to take this any direction you would like. I know that you also are a huge advocate of Terra Luna, not just the stablecoin and anchor protocol. So please tell our listeners what they should be aware of. You're muted. You're muted. <laughs> I always need to get used to get me myself out of, of mute. Yeah, you know, it is it is totally a new environment here. Terra, Terra Luna in combination with UST is one of the first pioneers with a decentralized uh, crypto coin. And that, that shit will happen. Yeah, that, that, that's logical that shit will happen. And what, what you see in the media, they focus on, oh, it went uh, up to 60%. It was less than an hour that it was at 60%. And then it came up again. So what, what I read from that, there is a lot of support also to keep this system up and running. I mean, there is, there is a USDT, there is a, U, uh, yeah, a USDC, but it's all centralized. We want decentralized. That's what we want. And, uh, and with me and with the, with the 3T, a lot of people want to be decentralized. So that's why I still believe in, in decentralized uh, 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 yeah, stable coins. And there are, there are also a lot of other stable coins also coming, coming into the market. I heard about uh, USDN and USDD and, uh, and from, from other. Uh, uh, so that will be a real competitor. 
And that's even good that there is more competition in the market. Am I worried that it is currently, I'm looking now 90 cents, the, the USDT? No, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. Absolutely not. And uh, what I already said uh, earlier in, in the show, actually I bought already two times uh, more. Uh, I, I'm dollar costing in on, on Luna. Actually, I bought at, uh, I, I, I sold at uh, 97, 98. I, I sold a, a whole bunch that was, I think, two weeks ago. And, uh, and now, you know, the money is there. I can buy in again. So I, I still have trust in, uh, in, uh, in the whole system and in the, in the USD. UST and, and the Terra Luna. My Luna is on staking. I make 20% in, uh, in, in UST. So, no, for me, uh, no worries. Yeah, and I'd love to go to Selman next. Selman, you had talked about executing a trade based on the pullback we saw. So you were going to buy basically a stable coin at a 40% discount because we know it's eventually going to reach back up to that $1 value. Maybe you can speak to that a little more and how that may affect the entire crypto market. If there's $18.5 billion of liquidity just from this specific stablecoin and then it loses a third of its value, does that mean $6 billion is lost from the market? Um, so basically, guys, um, first of all, let me tell you this. Um, this kind of scenario happened you know, also in the past. Whenever we've seen that uh, quick sell-off for Tether, uh, for Bitcoin, uh, even Tether dropped. Last year, I remember 90 cents. It was literally a great opportunity and it was free money literally you were able to buy a dollar for 90 cents and now it was basically the same kind of scenario of course a, a lot of fun news came because it's an algorithmic stable coin and it's not backed you know uh, by dollars um so it you know ponzi scheme some people call it for luna but like it's all noise for me in that moment i was like these people they're not dumb they know what they're doing like they they will find a way to um recover from this right but it's like this short-term noise. And um, yes, so imagine people are selling their tether for real dollars. They want to get rid uh, as soon as possible. So what happens is basically all of a sudden, like assets that are also um, attached to uh, the UST, and basically all the pools that have UST and Atom, right? UST and something else. Um, all of a sudden, you know, it drags the whole market down. And um, just like that, some people think tether is a fraud. Imagine. Imagine like I don't trust any stable coin. I love Tether to be honest, but even yesterday was a great lesson to watch out because I know you, you shouldn't trust any stable coin. And guess what? Tether has the you know biggest dominance here um, in the market, right? In terms of stable coin. Um, and imagine if 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 Tether um, you know sells off and, and people are super scared about Tether what will happen to the market you can um already guess it so um that's why stable coins are great you know for transactions all of that but keep in mind very uh, long term it is still we still need more regulations even today janet yellen um i got like i've seen a news article she said we uh, we need a consistent federal framework we need to come closer and need a legislation for stable coins by the end of this year so you see Hey, some people would even say this is a inside operation. They did it on purpose to to actually say, hey, we need a regulation for stable coins. It has to happen right now. Some people say, no, it's it's just because it's a Ponzi scheme. I don't know anything. It's all noise for me. I will just look for my pocket. I want to know if I'm making money. Plus, 
well, how should I uh, design my strategy? And this was a great event yesterday. Sometimes, guys, long term, it's no financial advice, but when you see stable coins becoming volatile and it drops, sometimes you want to risk it. Of course, it's up to you. I wish I risked more and sold my XRP short term to get in and, you know, double, like basically make 30, 40% gains over that. But yeah, I was scared and you don't want to, uh, you want to actually manage your risk. You don't want to go all in. But like in the long run, when you see something like that, you might want to take advantage, but only with when you're certain, uh, because you never know, maybe you're taking too much risk and it fails and all of a sudden UST fails. But I was kind of certain I talked to Jonathan as well last night that I, you know, 60%, I feel like uh, it's going to recover. And guess what? It happened because they won't let you, uh, they won't let UST uh, go down because, you know, the team behind it is smart and they, they're working hard, right? So it's not like it's a side project. No, it's a real project. UST is going to become one of the um, important stable coins out there. And I know apps, you have a great um, article that yeah. explains why. Yeah. So what's interesting here is that they said the biggest losers from all this are going to be retail investors that didn't understand the risk they were taking. Johnny Crypto, why don't you bring us home here before we hop into our Bitcoin content? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> what I want to address, you guys already beat the, the horse dead on this one. So what I want to hop into is I like addressing questions. What, what makes this show great is we, we care about what you guys think and what's on your mind. And obviously, you know, I think this is the question. That's probably on everybody's mind, especially if someone's talking about, uh, um, you know, how long could this last? Right. And so I want to share here. So take a look at this. Remember how this works. So <coughs> did another poll just to kind of get a feel of the sentiment of the market or what people are thinking. John, why, don't you, why don't you plug your Twitter handle here just so people After know where to find you? Oh, thank you. Uh, abs. Yeah. So you can find me at Johnny Crypto zero zero on Twitter and also on YouTube. Same thing. Um, uh, I don't have the Instagram or any of that other stuff yet. That's all for the younger kids. Maybe one of these days I'll get one going, but, uh, but anyway, what I want, what I want, what I'm checking to see is when is this market, when are the people, the retailers going to think that we are truly in a bear market? And I thought after yesterday, we would have saw a shift because I, I ran the same poll about two weeks ago. <clears throat> you know, the engineer in mind of me loves the data. And so what we saw was kind of uh, more more bullish. We're kind of more bullish. So the sentiment between bull and bear is shifting towards beer. But take a look at this. Still, 51% of the freaking people, even after yesterday, still think we're in a sideways market. And the reason why, in my opinion, that's somewhat bad news is we're going to get that really nice monster bull run when, people, when, when the majority of people think we're in a bear market. Because that's when the elites... And the market makers say, okay, there's no bears, you know, there's no, there's, there's no more shorting to go. Everybody's going to be as low as possible, right? All the shorts will be in place. And when there's no bulls left, that's when we're going to go bull. So right now, the market sentiment is still sideways, which is kind of fascinating to me. I thought we would have shifted a bit. So um, to answer the question, how long are we going to be in this market? I think we're going to be in it until we start to see this number, this beer market number climb up into the 50, 60%. I think when we're there, then they're going to be like, okay. And the other thing that, that we have to factor in, someone was showing you all those charts and graphs and all that great data. But here's one thing I'm going to tell you that, that kind of throws a monkey wrench into all that stuff. And I could stop sharing the screen. Is it uh, at the end of the day, all of that was a catalyst because we got the Fed turning on the printing machines in 2020 and flooding this market, right? Now we know the opposite has happened. The Feds have turned off the printing machine right now. There's no more money coming in. 
right? So now we just have the money we have. Now the question is, where does that money flow, right? Money just wants to flow to where it can make more money. So I think as we kind of, as the money comes out of the crypto market and you're seeing us tank, eventually money will come back in when, when I think, you know, when we get to that, that high bearish sentiment number. So I'm keeping an eye on that. I really want to see people thinking, um, because when I listened to some experts who said they were in the market in 2017, you know what they said? They said we weren't in a bear market until people were literally talking suicide. They were the crypto, and I hate to say it, but that's what they said. Like people were talking, they were suicide, they were nervous, they were a wreck. They weren't talking sideways, they weren't even talking bear, they were beyond bearish, they were suicidal. That's when we actually flipped. And I'm not, we're not hearing any of those conversations yet. And I don't want to hear those. But the reality is that's the kind of sentiment the market makers are waiting for before they flip the switch the other way. So just to give you guys some food for thought there. A hundred percent. That was amazing, Johnny. And what I think about is that typically these bull cycles, they end in these parabolic phases where everyone is so optimistic. They're sure that we're going to get all this increase in value. And I do feel like in retrospect, November and December was that period. I'm not sure it felt like it at the time. I don't know if it did for you guys, but for me, I was, I thought it was just a given that Bitcoin was going to increase to 70, 75, 80,000 without a doubt. And we continue to fall short. So then Again, another example of a retail investor not really knowing what the heck they're talking about, but I'd like to get some closing comments from Andrew Cashflow. We haven't heard you heard from you in a little bit. Do you have any closing comments here? Actually, I want to make another comment. Uh, there are a lot of people talking about the correlation between the stock market and the crypto markets. And they say, yeah, there is a correlation. And others say, there is no correlation. What I see happening at this moment uh, when such a, 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 a downturn is taking place, Actually, the stock market is also going down at the moment. If I look at the, at the, at the NASDAQ, uh, the NASDAQ, it's up, it, it's down, uh, what is it, uh, 20, 20%, 22% from its recent, recent high, 26%. So my question is, what is happening on the stock market? A lot of people are also in the stock market with leverage. So they get a leverage call. And then what is the most liquid market on the planet? The crypto market. So money is needed to, to, to cover the calls for the, for the leverage calls in, in, in the stock market. So it's logical that the most liquid market money goes into the stock market. And, and, that, that, and then people say, yeah, the, the, the crypto market is correlated to the stock market. Yeah, because of this reason. And, and also, of course, a lot of people don't see the difference between the stock and the crypto. But, but anyway, you know, so, and I think that is worth noticing. So that if this, all those, 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 those calls are, are closed on the stock market, we see room coming again that, that the crypto market can, can get more money inflow because a lot of money also flowed out. So I think that's. My, my, my two cents about the correlation between the stock market and the crypto market. You're spot on. There's no, and you're, you're not alone in that stand. We actually have an article coming up from Mike Novogratz, who's the Galaxy Digital CEO, who says the exact same thing. The correlation between the stock markets, traditional assets, and cryptocurrencies, it's uncanny. We get a 3% drop in the NASDAQ. We get a 9% drop in the crypto market. We get a 4% drop in the NASDAQ. We get a 12% drop in the crypto market. It really is uncanny, but we're going to hop into our first article for today, which is MicroStrategy gives its lowest Bitcoin price to avoid liquidating its holdings. As we know, MicroStrategies has over 115,000 Bitcoin worth about $3.6 at the current rate. And CEO, uh, CEO Michael Saylor says, 
Bitcoin might need to dip below $3,500 for most of its collateral debt to be at risk. So we're not going to get to those levels. I I'm very, very confident in stating that. But what was interesting about this article is that if Bitcoin falls below 21,000, MicroStrategies might be met with a margin call from one of its loans. That would force the company to either put up more collateral or sell some of its Bitcoin holdings. And Michael Saylor responded by saying that the company will continue to buy Bitcoin and maintains that his company does not plan to ever sell any of its Bitcoin stash. I feel like it's only fitting we start off with Selman and then go to Andrew Cashflow. Selman, how do you feel about this article and what it means for the overall implementation of crypto going forward? We also have 207 listeners on right now. So please do us a favor, smash that like button and let the algorithm pump this thing out to as many crypto people as possible. But Selman, the floor is yours. Thank you. So um, my personal opinion, Elon Musk and Michael Saylor both are pretty much like market manipulators, literally drive the masses and, you know, um, sell them a dream. You Bitcoin went up and now, you know, they're trying their best to, um, you know, to maintain that narrative, right? Hey, guys, don't sell. We're not selling. Um, this is nothing. You know, it's not going to dip any anymore. But like, um, for me, again, it's just noise. And yeah, I mean, of course, if we just focus from a different, if we look at this uh, from a different perspective, they literally took a loan, um, used their Bitcoins as a collateral, right, to put $250 million uh, more into Bitcoin. And um, JV covered that also on his, uh, like one of his uh, his videos. And also what I think is worth noting there, Selman, is that they paid $43,000 per Bitcoin at that time. So continue. Yep. And imagine like BlackRock owns um, MicroStrategy, right? Like owns a, um, a good amount of shares. But here's the deal. I mean, I I really want to know, is that is that information all real? Like um, I personally didn't do that. I don't know the wallet address. We could check it out. And if it's true, if they really own it, okay, then they know something that we don't know. And maybe because we see like literally outflow is still happening and happened a lot the number of whales accumul uh, accumulating Bitcoin that has increased as well. So uh, it's like a big question mark. Maybe, you know, something's going to happen short term. That's what it says. Or they're really manipulating people and saying, guys, we're buying Bitcoin. But instead they were selling. Could also happen. We don't know. Right. Um, but maybe our listeners watches. No, I don't know the wallet address. I've never really focused on Michael Saylor buying Bitcoin. Uh, that was just noise for me and just creating uh, a bullish narrative in the markets. But like, um, yeah, this this is an important topic. Um, they probably they know something that we don't know. Obviously, you know, we're we're talking about BlackRock and two hundred fifty million dollar worth of you know Bitcoin. Wow, this is like this is a lot of money. So uh, they probably know what they're doing. So it tells me that yep, Bitcoin won't drop to three thousand. 10,000 even, I feel like, nope, it's not going to happen. But like, um, even if we need a great strategy and th the winter is not here yet, this is, hey guys, we are in a bear market, but this is not the winter I'm expecting because there are so many VCs involved, so many companies involved now, and they are they are dumping nonstop. The vesting schedules are shady. So that, that's why it's going to get even colder. And Michael Saylor probably has a great plan. And I don't think that the, these guys will lose any money. They're going to make a lot of money. That's that's what I think.
For sure. I would love to go to Andrew Cashflow next. Andrew, what are some of your thoughts when you're watching this article? And as we can tell, Michael Saylor, they said they have 115,000 Bitcoin. Well, earlier this year, they had upwards of 135,000. So they did offload some Bitcoin at some point. I thought that was worth noting. But what are your thoughts? Uh, You're muted, Andrew. Actually, you can think about Michael Saylor what you think. However, I also think He's a good guy because he is such an advocate for the crypto world. And he is just just like me. He's also an educator for a lot of people. And of course, he has he is he is biased with because he yeah, he wants on the on the on one hand, of course, he wants to buy Bitcoin as low as possible, but he also wants to keep his 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 money and his capital. But what he is doing day after day, show after show, talking about Bitcoin, educating people. Telling it, telling the people it is digital real estate. You know, uh, uh, I think Michael Saylor. I respect him. He do, does a good job uh, in, in educating people. I think uh, Elon Musk is is somewhat what 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 volatile in what he always says. But Michael Saylor, it the 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 the, the story is always always more or less straight on. And uh, yeah, I like him and. Um, I mean, if he wants Bitcoin to go to 3,500, I'm in the front line to buy, to even take a mortgage on my, on my house to, uh, to buy more and more and more. As Johnny Crypto would say, first thing to go is your kids, second thing, your house. So uh, Johnny, I want to go to you first on this next article here because it's very, very tied to what we just went over. More pain to come for Bitcoin, says Galaxy CEO uh, Mike Novengratz here. He says crypto is very correlated to the NASDAQ, in my opinion. In in my opinion, is that over time that correlation will slowly break down. Right now, if the NASDAQ falls 3%, we see crypto fall 9%. And we do have a short clip here, but because we're running short on time, I'd love to just get comments from the group. Johnny Crypto, this is right up your alley, whether it's Mike Novengratz or Michael Saylor. What are some of your opinions on what they're talking about with Bitcoin as we have Michael Saylor continuing to buy while Mike Novengratz is calling for a bear market? You know, just to keep it quick so we can keep moving, my only main thought right here as I was thinking about <coughs> Bitcoin last night as we're all watching it kind of crash and come down is we've been talking about and we've been saying here in the show and the whole world has been saying that we believe that Bitcoin will be the, the next digital gold. And the reality is gold does not move and wipe out and have violent swings like we're getting here right now. So the reality is, Apparently, Bitcoin is not the, the digital gold yet. I'm not saying it can't be. I think it can be. But the reality is there's not enough people in it yet to stabilize it and hold it, as you saw. Right. And it has these violent swings. So I, I just that's really the what's coming. That's really the realization that I'm coming to is while it's probably on its way to be digital gold, we're nowhere there yet. It's still too volatile. And there was a study of correlation that shows it moves almost as bad as the stock market. So when it kind of becomes a more stable-ish thing, like gold, you know, gold will move, where are we, something between 16 and 19, like maybe maybe 15%, something like that. But a very slow, you don't get these violent swings in gold like that. Um, that's what I'm looking for in Bitcoin. When we start to see that Bitcoin kind of is sideways-ish more, no matter what's going on in the world, then you know it's the real digital gold. And we are going to cover some central bank digital currency news to close out this episode. But I'd like to get some quick comments from Andrew Cashflow. On this chart here, we can show the collapse of the U.S. dollar and how the value has just been in a total downfall, basically a falling knife for the past 100 years. 
And a bet on crypto is a bet against the U.S. dollar. A bet on Bitcoin or Ethereum is a bet that those assets are going to appreciate faster than the U.S. dollar does. How do you feel about the depreciation of the U.S. dollar being somebody who doesn't live within our borders? Yeah, actually, I also hold some of my cash in dollars. And uh, uh, related to the euro, the dollar is rising. So I, I get my money at the moment. And it was that yeah, was also for me an, uh, a coincidence. But uh, yeah, you know, it's actually a very sad story. What you see, what governments are doing with our fiat money. They are just, I mean, from a human being perspective, everybody wants to be more productive, making things cheaper. And actually everything as, as, a, as a humanity we gain in productivity is taken away from the government because everything is getting uh, uh, more expensive. However, all the production methods, everything costs less, less energy, less, less manpower, less, less, uh, less, less, uh, less, less other stuff. So it, it's a sad story. And that, that's why it's about time that, that we have another kind of currency that was in the past. It was always gold and other precious metals. And currently we have crypto and, you know, and, yeah. and is, it all, is it all fine also for the, 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 yeah, for, for social stability in the world? I think we still have to go through a lot of social instability in the world. <laughs> before this figures out, uh, you know, we also have yeah. the whole agenda, the 2030 agenda of the World Economic Forum. Um, there is still some something to come. Uh, but on the other hand, how to prepare yourself the best is, yeah, educate yourself, teach yourself, be aware that your money in a bank only decreases value and see other ways how to 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 keep your purchasing power and you know and that's what we talk about every day in the in the in the treaty academy that's what 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 we do uh, so i would say if you want to learn that also if you want to learn about uh, uh st st stable cash flow income and other kinds of income how to get your financial freedom this is the place, you know, and we know we are not all only talking about about crypto. We are talking about mindset and mindset is even this the bigger part of, of the whole stuff we are talking about. It's not how to do it. It is. Are you ready to do it? And then your health is the third step. Be be in a, health, a healthy body or a healthy mind in a healthy body can make healthy decisions. And that, that's what I like so much about uh, the 3T Academy. So amazing. Andrew. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, where you go? Continue. No, I will say uh, amen and end of prayers. <laughs> yeah, amen. That's perfect. And we only have five minutes left, but we are going to hop into exactly what you just talked about, Andrew, which is the evolution of currencies. The central bank digital currency narrative. Oops, sorry. We switched our article last second. We are going to credibility concerns. We have a poll showing that the Fed chair's confidence ratings have slid by double digits this year. This is a poll conducted every, every 12 months. It happens in April. And they go around and they ask U.S. citizens how confident they are in their leaders. This year, we found that U.S. President Joe Biden's managing of the U.S. economy, his approval rating has dropped from 57% down to 40%. And we have Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell falling 55% to 43%. These are the worst levels of leadership since 2008. Johnny Crypto, why don't we get some co close comments, and then we'll, we'll take us home. 
I guess all those haters aren't hating Trump so much after all now, right? Whether you love them or hate them, he was good for the economy. Uh, but the, yeah, you know, our leaders, I mean, they, they've done a piss poor job. We've seen the economy and everything tank. Um, there's just not, it's not an America first policy anymore. At least it doesn't feel that way. And so I think you're starting to see that shine through right now. The interesting thing will be to see what happens in the next election, you know, not that if I, it really matters if you know me and how I feel about our government, but nonetheless, yeah, that's what it, that's what this is ultimately going to affect. Abs, this is all data that's going to affect the mentality of how people are going to vote um, uh, this coming November. So we'll see what happens. This is the problem right here. Actually, that's even higher. More than forty percent believe what the TV tells them. That is the problem. But yeah, so at the end of the day, we've got some really really bad. You know, these numbers typically. By the way, just so you know. Anybody gets elected usually always falls into the 40%. But when you get 30s, you're really in trouble. 100%, Johnny. And what I think is so important to note here is that whenever we get economic downturn, people turn to the politicians and blame them. So if this market was bullish, I guarantee these numbers would be higher. And as this market continues to downtrend lower, I'm sure these numbers will get lower because a lot of yeah. people look at politics that simple. Floor is yours. Yeah, that's how it works. It's just like a, a football game. When you win the game, the quarterback gets all the credit. When you lose the game, the quarterback gets all the, the uh, negativity. It's the same thing here with the government. Same and it's exactly exact. like crypto. When the when the Bitcoin price is 69000 everyone thinks we're going to one hundred, And when we're at 30000 everyone thinks we're going to twenty k. We oh. have 196 listeners out there. Please show us some love. Smash that like button. We are going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics on a daily basis. All social medias are linked below. I want to say thank you to Andrew Cashflow. Thank you to Johnny Crypto. And of course, thank you to Selman G. G Investing. Go follow him on Twitter. Thank you, everybody. And we'll close this thing out the same way we always do. Warriors, ride. Shit to get, baby. Thank you for joining us today. Let's go. There they are. Woo, I almost ran out of breath there. So you, yeah, you almost, well, you got to learn from Selman. Yeah, his tip's not as fucked up breathing. I think Bitcoin's feel like the first one right now.